0: Hi, Christopher Cavallio here. And in this episode of the Unlock Your Sound podcast, you'll be hearing the audio from a video that I made with Thomas George about building a community online. Enjoy. Hi, in this video, I'm joined by Thomas George. Hello. And we're gonna talk about how to build a community, how to build a following online and build a brand. So Thomas, is a music producer and audio engineer and he's built himself a very strong community online of producers and engineers and songwriters who he helps through very educational content on YouTube, on Udemy, um, where he helps them through production, mixing, lots of different things. Um, and he's done that very well, Built a very strong community, but a very loyal following. Um, so I thought I'd have him on today so we talk about how that happens and how that works. So, Thomas, I'll let you kick off. Like, how did you start out at the beginning? Like, how did you get the first, you know, handful of people to really start um, subscribing to what you do?
1: Facebook groups. So, posting in Facebook groups, but not those annoying things you see where people are like check, check this out, check this out. Um, answering people's questions, trying to help people out, trying to solve problems, and that also helped me build a lot of my educational courses as well, because I can see what problems people are having all the time. And I try and solve them um, in my own videos as well. And of course, that leads me onto YouTube. I put a lot of these videos onto YouTube as well. And because YouTube's a second biggest search engine in the world, people are there to learn stuff. And uh, yeah, just posted the answers to people's problems on YouTube, really. Because there's one thing yeah. kind of guessing what people want. There's another thing actually looking at the data, um, looking at what people actually want, and then answering it on uh on youtube and and uh yeah facebook groups
0: 100 yeah i mean i can kind of relate to that and i think that's actually how we connected which is pretty cool um you know we were both like in logic pro groups just like embedding ourselves into the community right and um you know that's kind of how we got known in that kind of area um just by being there for people right like spending some time helping people with their questions because like, even if you think you're quite green, you're quite kind of new or whatever, even if you've only been doing production or using Logic or Ableton for a year, you know more than someone does and that someone is going to post a question into a group and you're going to answer it and then that person is going to have some trust in you you would have built, you know, some, uh, yeah. You would have built a good impression with them, basically.
1: Well, I guess a lot of it is about not trying to push your agenda, not trying to spam your songs or your music, because because um, I run a Facebook group and literally like half of the posts on there are people trying to spam their songs, and they always get removed those those posts. So it just doesn't work. So I don't know why people keep on doing it. Um, but helping people out the power of reciprocity. So if you help them, they're more likely to help you. And people like it when you help them, when, you, when you're when you kind to them and you're respectful. Instead of just shoving your music down people's throats, you, you want people to want to hear your music because they think you're cool, they like you, you're likable. Um, you've got a good vibe about you rather than just, yeah, constantly self-promoting. Uh, I've met friends online who just, I'm sure you know this, Chris, they only talk to you because they want something. I'm like, oh, it's so off-putting. It's such an unattractive trait when people just want, 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 want. So but if you just give in and you're helpful and you're nice and polite, um, then people will listen to music. Then people might check out your videos, then people might, yeah, help you out as well. Hundred percent. I mean, I think to be honest, I think the main difference
0: is just short term versus long term thinking. Like if you if you think long term, the things you do today will pay off long term and you'll just, you'll get better results, right? Because it takes a long time to make a good impression on someone, right? Like you might make a good first impression or whatever, but you won't make a good first impression when you just try and take something from them without having any thought or any empathy for like why, A, they wouldn't just give you something out the gate without knowing you or without caring about who you are. But there's, you know, a, there needs to be some exchange really of value. Like if you've helped them or if you've like supported them and their music, um, in some way, then you're one step more likely to get that back in return. Right? Um, and, and that's another thing, actually, like something that artists just don't do, like they just enough, like in my opinion, enough artists just don't promote other artists. Like they, you know, even if you all, like I have this scenario in my head where like you've got 10 artists and they each have a thousand followers, right? But together they have 10,000, right? And if they're supporting each other's work or like reposting each other's music or curating each other's music, they all have 10,000 followers all of a sudden, right? It's just like, that's just a basic example of that. But like you know, you're not going to get that back unless you pay it forward first. Right. And yeah, like some people aren't going to pay it back because, um, they won't or because they're not in the right mindset for that. But, and that's, that sucks. Right. Like, and that can be disappointing when you invest in someone and, you know, you don't get it back. I get it. Right. But you still have to pay forward in that way. Like you still can't expect the world, or the universe, or the the market, to to, uh, give you something back that you didn't already put in, if that makes sense.
1: Exactly, yeah. And my next point is, um, yeah, watch your P's and Q's. So there's a lot of people I know who are super talented, but I'm never gonna work with them because I think they're rude or arrogant. And it's just it's, yeah. and if you do work with people like that, you always there's cliches like the, the typical like cocky frontman of the band, right. um, but if you are going to be like that, it's people, are, they're not, people aren't going to say it to you, but they're not going to collaborate with you because they don't like you or they find you rude or arrogant, but just whoever the person is, just say please and thank you and polite. And if anyone does anything for you, always follow up and say thank you, thank you very much, I really appreciate it, because it does make a big difference and yeah, I'm just thinking of one specific example in my head, a really talented musician, they're so rude, I just can't stand them. And, yeah, it's just ba- <laughs> basic uh, yeah, human courtesy that a lot of people I've met and don't really, yeah, they lack it, <laughs> they lack it really. And I wish, yeah, for their sake, they could be a lot more polite and nice to everyone and then they would get a lot more um, opportunities. 100%. And the thing is, yeah, like I said, people aren't going to say that to them. People aren't going to say... I'm not working with you because I don't like you. I think you're rude. They're just, they're think think of another excuse. Yeah. I mean,
0: like, you know, I think especially at the beginning, like I got hired a bunch of times because I was probably the nicer person. Yeah. Like I was just like more, just easier to get on with because all every business is a people business, really. Like, um, you know, at the end of the day, if you're gonna be interfacing with other human beings, uh, it really helps to be a good human and uh, you know, treat people with respect. Um, like be nice, like be humble, be open to feedback, be open to criticism, and like say your pleas and thank yous, right? Like just just do it. It's easy. It's like one of those things that's so easy to do. Um, but if you don't do them, uh, then you're gonna really, really miss out.
1: Yeah, it sounds really obvious, but I've I've seen it so many times. And yeah, well, apparently
0: it's not that obvious, is it? Because like I've had because, I've had yeah, loads of experiences like that where
1: just I'm like really, like really. Don't ever write in capital letters unless you're being ironic. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that leads me on to my next point. Is um, you can't please everyone. I guess just do the best you can and see what happens. Yeah. Don't think about the negative comments too much, because you can spend your life just looking at those one percent of people that hate you or your product or your music for whatever reason. but like I said, it can't please everyone. And if you did please everyone, you're going to be pretty boring. So if you don't have any edge about you or your music or what you're doing, it's going to be pretty, yeah, bland, and that's not what you want. You're not going to get anywhere by being bland and boring. Obviously be polite, but don't be... Yeah, try and please everyone or... You, you can't please everyone. If you try and please everyone, someone won't like you because they think you're a people pleaser. Right. So I guess just be yourself, be authentic, and then just see what happens. Respect the criticism, but don't yeah take it on too personally. What's the expression?
0: Like, you can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all of the people all of the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, we live in this world where people can say whatever nasty things they want on YouTube. And um, maybe they're right. Maybe <laughs> you have done something that's a bit wrong or bad. But other times, maybe there's just something wrong with them. Maybe they're just in a dark place. And you need to appreciate that. Maybe they're just, yeah, who knows what they're thinking right now. Everyone just goes through different things in their life, and I uh, respect that as well.
0: 100%. Yeah, Like yeah, I think it helps to just assume like, oh, okay, something really bad might have just happened to them because it, it just helps you frame what just happened. And also, like, what we do, especially what we do in the area that we do it in or the areas that we do it in, is entirely subjective, like, just completely. Like, you can't, like, you can't expect everyone to like it or everyone to treat you the way that you expect them to treat you. Um, And you, I think, like, if you really pursue something, Um, You really do have to expect to, you know, kind of eat some adversity along the way. And that adversity might be just the difficulty of it. Um, It might be the, uh, you know, you're not getting results you expect to as soon as you expect to get them. And people's feedback, you know, and sometimes, I mean, I still get affected by it. Like I get comments, right? I get people like on YouTube or or like, I don't know, sometimes maybe a response to an email or something like that. And it just sucks, right? It just like, oh, why am I still affected by this? Um, and of course you're affected by it because especially when you make, when you put yourself into something, when you make a piece of art or you make something you really believe in, you've attached so much of your identity to that thing in that moment. And when someone comes along and shatters it, it sucks, right? But um, that's just part of the game.
1: But sometimes they are right. I do remember yeah. <laughs> I do remember a particular video we made a few years ago, Chris, where we hired a cameraman. Um, we hired a studio. Um, we spent all day setting up. We used a teleprompter, and the video was so wooden. At the time, we thought it was awesome. And I remember I put it online, and someone posted... Normally I like this stuff you and Chris do, but this video is not right. This sucks or something along those lines. Uh, I was really annoyed. And after I watched it back, I was like, no, this, this does suck. And all that money and time of hiring the studio, and the camera operator. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, they're right. Let's let's not use a teleprompter again. So yeah, sometimes the feedback is good. And since then I haven't used a teleprompter because that video, yeah, it did suck. I remember that
0: one. And I think you know. I think if we look back, like we only did it because we thought it was cool, not because it was like more helpful to someone or yeah. like it didn't really like they were right because it didn't it didn't improve the value of the content that we
1: made and it didn't. We thought we'd be in big shots hiring a studio and the the camera operator and all this lighting and stuff and this teleprompter, but it was just unnatural and it wasn't right. We were kids, Thomas. We were kids. The next point is. um yeah, make what your audience wants, not what you think they want. So if you're making stuff to try and be cool or what you think people want, isn't necessarily what people want. If people have a specific problem or they want to be entertained in a certain way, do that, help help them out, entertain them, solve the problem. Don't just presume you know what they want, unless you're Steve Jobs, you're probably not going to know what they want.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's not difficult to find out either, is it? Like it's, you know, I mean, I've Uh, on many occasions, just posted in Facebook groups, like, hey, guys, what are you, what's wrong? Like, what what are you struggling with? Like, what is difficult right now? Um, Because that helps me understand the market, helps me become more useful in the market. And I'm always surprised. Like, I know in my head what I think, right? But I'm one person, right? Trying to represent, trying to understand people at mass, what their problems are. Of course, I don't know. How on, how on earth would I know? And that's how I actually found out. And, you know, um, actually, like, just asking that question, I think I remember one time I asked that question in, like, a Logic Pro group. And the response I got helped me make one of my better performing videos just because, like, it made sense. Like, that's what they were struggling with. Thus, that's what they were looking for on YouTube. Thus, it performed better, right? So, um yeah, it makes a ton of sense uh, to think like that. So Thomas, um, one thing that I think people get maybe too bogged down about and spend too much time worrying about is like, what platform is best to build a following or build uh,
1: whatever? Like, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, it depends what you're doing, really. Depends where people are listening or watching. If you want to make videos... I recommend YouTube. It's where everyone is. If you want to make music, I I recommend Spotify. It's where everyone is. Not necessarily the the best place to monetize, but it's the best place to get views and to build an audience and to build a following.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have this conversation quite often with artists and my response is like, well, where's your audience? You know, and you'll be surprised how people don't get that far in their thinking actually then they don't think oh where's the person that i'm looking for right um so i try and help them say like really visualize who that person and you know you might get it wrong the first or 17th time right but in the process of thinking and um you know working on that you do figure it out but you do really have to think hard like if you are it doesn't matter whether you are making videos or making music, if you are trying to get an audience you have to think about your audience right like you really have to think about them um and don't think about them necessarily only on the abstract level oh they like this um or they buy that or like try and try and like picture the composite person of like who you're trying to get like try and visualize one person um, because um, because then from there, like you can really start to think about who they are as a collective if you think about them as an individual first, right? So um, definitely think about your audience because, you know, at risk of generalizing, um, if your target market is uh, 50 plus, maybe not TikTok, I mean, maybe TikTok, but maybe not TikTok, right? you know, again, I'm generalizing, but you know what I mean? Like the point is think like, don't just think about you and your content. Think about your audience because whatever you're doing, um, I promise you, you have to create limbic resonance with people. Uh, and you're, you know, you're not going to create that. You're not going to trigger some sort of emotional state with them unless you a find them b put the content in front of them and see they're the right people to deliver that content to. So, and you'll and you won't figure this out just in a chat or just in the abstract. You'll figure it out, you'll take a hypothesis and then you'll run the experiment, right? You're like, okay, cool, I think my audience um is this person and I think they spend most of their time on this platform, so I'm going to create I'm going to deliver my content there. And then you might get it a little bit wrong, but you'll that data that you get back will educate your next guess. And every guess after that will just be more and more and more educated, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it really depends on what content you're putting out there. So for me, I do a lot of long-form technical tutorials. And um, I remember putting some videos on TikTok, trying to cram in, in like 10 seconds or whatever it was, the best things about microphones. And after I was like, this is not the right platform for the stuff I need to be doing. I can't, like talk about microphones in 10 seconds. I need to talk about microphones in 20 minutes. Like, this is not the right platform for my content. If I'm doing a funny dance or something, maybe, but that's not what I'm doing. You might have to get back into the dancing, Thomas. Get back into the funny dancing. That's what it's all about.